0: Classroom Chats with Crystal, where I help you define, refine, and further develop your teacher identity. If you haven't already done so, please go ahead and join our Facebook group so that you can begin chatting with us in the community. Today's episode is special to me. It's what I am going to call story time. When I was a little girl, I had a very dear aunt of mine who just recently passed away, who was a librarian for 27 years. She served her community um, by way of literature. I often joke and say that literature is my love language. If I give you a book, I love you. And I can say the same thing about my aunt. Um, what I will tell you is that as a little girl, she would take me and my cousins to the library so that we can take part in story time. We would sit up front, we would sit crisscross applesauce, she would sit there in front of us and all the other children in the room and make us feel like we were the only child there. She would open the book, the pages would come to life through her inflection, through her facial expressions, and that book would really, turned into a full-blown movie in our minds. And when we were finished with Storytime, she gave us the choice of choosing our very own books to check out and take home. Many people might look at this as a simple memory, but what I will tell you is that it is very telling in the way that we were able to develop a love of learning as well as a love for books. And that is something that we as educators often Um, look for in the classroom because there are a lot of children who have an aversion to reading due to bad experiences or unfavorable experiences um, are, are for being told that they don't read well or that they can't read or that they need to do better. And as a result of it, they have an aversion that they carry with them into the classroom and then that becomes a struggle for the educator in the room it's like i need ways and strategies to help this child um, discover their love of reading the answer is simple it is to give the student choice it's to do the very thing that my aunt did for us where she modeled the joy of literature and the joy in books and then once she did that she gave us a choice. So last week, I posted quite a bit in the community about differentiating instruction. And when we start to provide students with choice, that gives them a voice, and it opens avenues for differentiating instruction. When I begin to talk about differentiating instruction, I want to point out that there are three ways to differentiate instruction. You can differentiate through process, product, or content. What I'm talking about today is differentiating by way of content. And when I say we're gonna differentiate by content, that is not to say that we are going to water down the content that students need to learn. What it means is we're going to give students different avenues and pathways to access the same information they would get, whether they were reading a textbook, a graphic novel, an infographic with visuals, okay, or a short article. All of those things give kids the opportunity to dive into the content and to learn and meet mastery of the objective. So when we begin to give students choice, we not only meet students where they are, right? And give them a voice and an opportunity to show us what they're learning, um, just in possibly a different way. Okay. We give kids the opportunity to have a greater interest in the content itself. We don't want to shy away from uh, giving kids opportunities to choose different works. One student might thrive and and be able to master the content by giving them a case study. Some may do it through visual aids and then others may do it through a series of short chunks. Whatever it may be, I want you to think about a learning menu. This is gonna be very important as we move into the upcoming school year. It was already important. And now with what they're calling the COVID slide, it's gonna be very important for us to be prepared to meet students where they are. Differentiating instruction, that that gives us the opportunity to serve students at all levels. And we do it by way of what they are already interested in regardless of the platform that we're using if we're going virtual or even if we're going face to face and we're using a learning management system we can create modules that provide choice for the students whether it's module a b or c and then students actually have a choice on how they're going to demonstrate um, their learning one thing i will say also if you think about assessments that we take i remember taking the educator test for uh, for language arts to teach English grades six through 12. And one of the things that we needed to do was to actually write an essay. And what I distinctly remember is choice. Um, I had a choice to write um, in in response to a passage or in response to a poem. And I sat right next to one of my colleagues I um, mean, good friends. And when we left the exam, I said, hey, how do you think it went for you? She began to talk about how she decided that she would write on the poem because the poem was, quote, so much easier. Um, but I t- I responded by saying, well, I went ahead and I wrote on Kilimanjaro. Um, I chose the passage. And to me, that was actually easier. When that exam was submitted, the scorers and evaluators, they read both of our essays and they were pretty much trying to determine whether or not we both met the same objective we may have decided to go a different route, but through choice, both of of us were able to respond from a a standpoint of strength. And that's really what we want from all of our students. So as you consider this upcoming school year and challenges our students may face as well as challenges we may face in the classroom, um, I encourage you to look at either what your district is giving you, what you're planning or what you've already planned and look for different ways that you can differentiate. Um, As mentioned, there are several resources in the Facebook community that deal with differentiating and strategies, what differentiation is and what it is not. So I encourage you to go ahead and jump into the community. Let's start some conversation on differentiating instruction as well as. What does that look like when we're differentiating through content? Because what we're not doing is watering it down for students. But what, are, but what we are doing is meeting them where they are so they can show us where they have gone. I would like to end this episode by saying thank you, thank you, thank you for my love of literature and my love of learning to my auntie B. Although she may not be with me physically, I know that she is very much alive spiritually and I need her to know that I am forever grateful. As always, thank you for spending time with me here on Classroom Chats with Crystal.